The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Well, our number is 866-916-3776. Keep that handy. And our toll-free number is 434-248-0704. You guys have been texting in more and more about some of these local races that are going on. So we're trying to uh, scatter these candidates in as we can to the show. Uh, This morning, we're we're welcoming Jane McKeon. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. Uh, she is running for Bedford Town Council. Good morning. Good morning. We uh, we welcome you this morning. Only girl running. Only woman running. Sorry, not girl. Um, for in this election, correct? Right. Right. All right. Now well, that makes that makes you stand out for sure. It does. It has its good and bad points there. Absolutely. So tell me why on earth you decided you were going to run for town council. Well, it all started. I guess the whole story started back around 2012, 2013 in Bedford when they went through a reversion Mm -hmm. and they decided to change from a city to a town. Mm -hmm. And from there, uh, what happened was one of the agreements between a town and the county was they would have an annexation um, in order to increase revenues. Bedford's always had difficulty with town finances and it's just gotten worse over time with inflation and right. the lack of population growth with sure. basically in the town. So they had little notices going out here and there for a while and it was hit and miss. But when we bought our property, we, we lived in Bedford for 35 years, but we scaled back, had a horse farm out in the north side and scaled back and downsized and went to in town. We were across that yeah. little imaginary line on the ground right. by about maybe two blocks. Right. So we were annexed, and it was a pretty, it was an emotional time for everybody. It came up kind of fast um, at the end of spring, and then by June it got pretty contentious and emotional for mm-hmm. everybody concerned. Uh, um, yeah, I remember. I mean, we we definitely heard from the listeners. Yeah, on this, they're they're upset about the annexation. Yeah, um, they're upset about the debt that is going on do you mm-hmm. want to address that i mean the the debt is unbelievable yeah there's 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 some debt piled up there i mean they they tr- recently tried to get a police station going you know they were going to try to fund that right. but they just they just didn't have the funds and i know um the mayor spoke on at, at roanoke paper and said that they just couldn't afford it mm-hmm. of course that was a skyline price to begin with they could have done a little bit better on that deal i don't know why they got a design company to come in and tell them they couldn't afford it because that wasn't necessary right <laughs> you know they could have taken the population of the town and mm-hmm. gone and found out what done the math yeah. yeah done the math on square footage on commercial property figured out how many men they had in the department you need about 380 square feet per officer in the department and you multiply that tack mm-hmm. on another 20 percent for overages and you can probably do a right. pretty nice police department for three, three to four million, right? Instead mm-hmm. of, you know, ten point five or whatever it ended up coming out on. But that was a big shock. So it but seems like your approach is a very common sense one. Well, it is. I mean, and the thing with the annexation too is that it's one thing to want the tax revenue, and it's another thing to want the people and welcome the people, right? And they don't welcome the people hmm. because the people bring change. And change in the future is unknown. So when you have change, it starts to get pretty contentious because the people that are used to the same old, same old, they get very comfortable in their lifestyle and who's running 
the government. Uh-huh. And what happens is they don't want that to change. Mm-hmm. It could be um, they're friends with somebody or right. they're just the good old boy they, network. You know, yeah. and it's a small and that's town. that's everywhere. It yeah. is. And it's a small town. And I understand that. I get it. I right. mean, I get the change. But, you know, you have to get, ha- keep a mindset that you've got to be open to the new people. So my whole thought was, so, well, I, so you have, how long have you been in Bedford? Well, I've been in Bedford County for 35 years. Okay. And I work. So you're not the, exactly new. I'm not new. I worked yeah. in the police department years ago. Yeah. I was a certified dispatcher. Yeah. And I come from a law enforcement background. Okay. But anyway, um, in administration, business administration. Okay. So it was one of these things where I can sit back and complain about it, or I can get up and address the change, embrace it and yes, try ma'am. to be proactive. Yep. And that's what I've done. And We're getting a lot of text uh, this morning uh, from folks. I'm going to read a couple to you, if that's okay. Uh, yes, Bedford has never wanted change. I've lived in Bedford my whole life, and that's the way it's always been. A lot of emails that are, are a lot right. of texts that are echoing that, you know, just what you right. said. It's a tight-knit community, and I get yeah. it. I understand the people. I understand them. Right. I really do. But you have to... Um, I don't, I mean, I don't feel that the race itself is going to end up flipping, and I don't think it should flip. I don't think everybody should be off the town council. Sure. In fact, I was a little disappointed when they came at us uh, during a town council meeting, which was absolutely inappropriate. You don't do that at a council meeting. You don't go after your opponents. You know, you're not supposed to break code or decorum, and that Mm -hmm. did happen on Mm -hmm. the 23rd in a town council meeting. Oh, wow. And I, you know, we're trying to call them out on that. But the fact of the matter is, I approached people early on, and I said, look, this might end up a split deal in right. the end. We don't know, really, but it might. Sure. And if it does, obviously, I would be looking to a mentor or somebody that is going to say, okay, Jane, welcome on board, and this is how we're going to do things, right. and we'll kind of help you through the newness of it and whatnot. And uh, so that was a big disappointment when that kind of got blown out of proportion, and it just didn't have to happen. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I'm here trying to help. <laughs> right. Trying to have solutions. Well, I want to, yeah, bring solutions. Because there's problems. More people that come into your county and your city, Bedford County, has grown ever since I've been here in 83. Yeah. And and, it, and, and I was part of that. I was in construction. So I saw firsthand a lot of the growth. Mm-hmm. And I know some builders, Steve Arrington used to be on right. that council. My husband co- was a contractor. So you, you get to see some of this silliness firsthand yeah. as, a, as a business owner, especially construction. Yes. And if you if you don't recognize when you have growth, you're, you're also going to have bad hombres coming in too. It's just part of the process. Right. You're not going to have all good people. So you, you've got to cover all these areas. And in my mind, I don't know why we're not talking about solutions. You know, the fact that you would have somebody come in, even if it's somebody from the other party, you want to be cordial because guess what? You need to work with them for the next term. Right. And and all this contentiousness. It's just crazy. It, it, it's silly. There's too much to be done to, to, we don't to have be that time way. for it. Right. That's number exactly. one. We just don't have time for right. it. You know, I'm busy going out and meeting people, talking to businesses. Even if I just get out a postcard, at mm-hmm. least you're getting your name in front of them and telling them, look, I'm going to do the best I can. I just think it's time that a woman can represent the women businessmen. Mm-hmm. And we are the majority in Bedford. Mm-hmm. The women are the majority. Right. And it's just been way overdue. And I think it's time to bring new ideas. Has new, there ever been insight. a woman on Bedford Town Council that there you're aware of? There has been. And I think there was one going back quite a few years. I don't okay. have the exact data on that lady. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's been And a while. I was told, you know, people, you know, even the council members, current council members said, you know, it's we needed a woman on, you know. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, we run a lot of the businesses now. Like I said, and we, it, we're at the hospital, we're at all the healthcare facilities, we're in the every office in town. So, mm-hmm. right, you know, it's important. So, sure. how many how many positions are up? There's seven seats. Seven seats. Wow. Yeah. And how many candidates are there? Um, Thirteen, including myself. Yikes! Yeah, it's yowza. <laughs> no, no wonder there. It's unheard of. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. Well, hopefully, you take something from the page of the Lynchburg City Council. Yeah, you know, Republicans Learned wanted from... it for all this time, and then they have had. It seems a lot of infighting. They haven't led like they haven't led in Congress either. I'm just well, so frustrated. And Jane and I were talking before we went on the air, and I and I told her I said at this point in my life, I don't feel represented. By well, it's, either it's, we try to party. go as independent thinkers because we right. are t- representing everybody. We mm-hmm. don't want to really bring the party thing into it, although right. that kind of morphs at one time or another. Sure, it right. does. But for me, um, it's not. Fa- I can't get myself wrap myself around that right now because. I believe all residents are valued and that they all need to have a voice. Yeah. Right. And if I'm going to represent everybody, I don't want to hear, I, I'm not going to get into And what, and what I'm getting from listeners from Bedford is that during this whole annexing process, yeah. they have never felt heard. No. Well, be, it just came on so fast and you right. have to remember people are Intent- moving I think in that's and out. By, I think that's by People design. were moving in and out. So people that moved in more recently had no idea people that were here for a while had drips and drabs right and what should have probably happened was a really good outline of why when and really really just outline it very well and just get it it out to everybody that way and tell them up front that their taxes were going to be doubled and sometimes (laughs) my next door neighbor's taxes went up 113 percent wow oh my lord 113 percent she has a two they have a two-story brick colonial and their taxes are going to be over eleven grand. Wow. Well, I have to tell you. And they're retired. If if yeah. they think for a second that that is not those decisions are not going to impact them on election day, they're delusional. Yep. Because that's hard facts, mm-hmm. black and white figures. I mean, yep. that's unbelievable. For some of these, my neighbor across the street, he's a Vietnam veteran, mm-hmm. and he has health issues. His are going up over eleven grand. I mean, mine went That's up eighty-five. That, ours went up eighty-five percent. I've got a two-bedroom ranch. These people probably didn't face a house payment that high. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. And this oh, is most just, of them this are is just taxes. All boomers, you know. Most right. of them are sure. boomers, you know, that type of thing. And then we've got a lot of uh, widows in the neighborhood, a lot of elderly, and uh, we've lo- we've lost about five families already. Because they can't afford to stay they there. They just can't afford to stay there. They can't on afford to keep security. their home. Mm-mm. That's sad. And one gentleman, he had his parents, he, he said, I you know, distribute my parents' medication every day. And they're, they're, they've they're been in their house, this house, their whole lives. That's where I grew up. I mean, talk about emotional. He said, I'm going to have to pull them out. They're going to have to go in a nursing home. Those are the mm. stories that have got to be told. Yeah. It's, uh, because it's un- because that that that's not good. So I understand mm-hmm. that part of it, and then I understand the people in the town. Well, we need more revenues, but you know, it, it's it's like okay, we get that part. I understand that. Yeah, but the, you, you just store- don't automatically go to taxing your people who are hurting already in it, this crap economy. It was overnight, basically, right? Overnight. If so. they want to find out more about you, Jane, how do they do that? Well, they can go to my Facebook ch- page, and that's uh, Jane McKeon for Bedford Town Council. I'm going to be at um, the Blue Lady Restaurant this evening. Uh, today's Thursday, right? It yeah. is. Yeah. It's Thursday already. Wow. I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah, I'll be there tonight from 6 to 8.30 for meet and greet. I'll have my own table and looking forward to meeting a lot of new people and chatting face to face and 
Very good. Addressing the issues, and hopefully I can help take everybody into the future and bring some good ideas to the to the council. To the table. All right. Uh, Jane McKeon, it's M-C-K-E-O-N is how she spells her last name if you're looking for her on Facebook. Thanks for joining us this morning. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. And folks, get out there and vote. Yeah. Thank you. 718 here on the Morning Jam. Just want to say uh, thanks for hanging out with us. We will get to a life hack, I promise. Coming I got up. them ready. Okay, out of this break, we'll do that because we want you to have those hacks so you can uh, make life a little bit simpler. Mm-hmm. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. 